0: Hello city, hello city, hello
1: city. This is Megan and Cassie, coming to you from Vancouver. You're listening to Hello City Culture Cast, your bite-sized source of news, reviews, and previews. Keeping you up to date with our favorite cultural events, where you and the city
0: meet. Hello city. Hello city. So this week is going to be a strange mix of a review, because... (laughs) We divided and conquered two events oh, yes. this week. I went to go see Macbeth at Bard on the beach.
1: And Which I Jackson, must what say, did you was, go see? I went and saw Magic Mike. I was going to say yours is significantly like much classier than I think mine was. Yeah. But this that's week, okay. This
0: week we have classy, and then we have classy. Yeah, <laughs> with the air quotes.
1: Um, that, that's so a good nice. way of putting it. I like that. <laughs> Hmm. All right, Megan. Do you want to get us started off? Sure.
0: Um, we'll go with the classics first. So I went to see Macbeth. Um, and it was playing at Bright at the beach, and it was Shakespeare. You know, I have never seen Shakespeare for all the theater I've been in and seen. I haven't seen Shakespeare. I've only been in it, and mm-hmm. I was in a comedy of errors, which is very very different from Macbeth, and I found that the comedies are a lot clearer than the tragedies,
1: yeah, definitely.
0: I don't know what to say as far as like value for entertainment because I got in um with a friend who works there, so she had vouchers to hand out um so i I got in for free, and for that price I had uh a lot of a lot of fun and Uh, I was definitely entertained, um, but I was also definitely confused at times, and I like to think that I am intelligent enough to understand Shakespeare. I got through it in in, uh, high school, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: but uh, there were definite times where I wasn't sure why people were angry. Um, I enjoyed watching Macbeth go kind of crazy. Uh, We have the typical, I mean, I'm not spoiling anything for anybody because it's Macbeth and everyone um, everybody's read it in high school um but uh there's the typical woman dies off stage while after like going crazy with the regret um thing which happens with both lady macbeth and ophelia and i'm sure other shakespeare characters that i don't recall currently um and so it definitely was great to see a classic
1: mm-hmm
0: i wouldn't go back though um I think that's just because I'm not a Shakespeare person and I like to have kind of a little bit easier entertainment than, um, some people, some people like the intellectual rigor of having to like listen really closely to everything. Um, but my favorite moments in the show were when it broke down into some comedy and it suddenly became very easy to understand what was going on. Um, there was some really high quality acting actually from some of the comedic actors because they were working really hard to make sure that the jokes which weren't all contemporary were flying in a contemporary audience. So mm-hmm. I was really proud of that. And the closing scene I think was really fantastic, well directed, and the witches were wonderful, and the witches are a huge part of Macbeth, but I you know what? I I think maybe it's just I, I needed something more modern because I could only give it Two and a half, maybe three stars.
1: Gotta say, yeah. Would you go back if it was like a different play, or just like the Shakespeare in total was just too much?
0: Uh, if it was a comedy, like if they were doing *Midsummer Night's Dream*, I would totally be all over it. Um, mm-hmm. I know that broad on the Beach* is really um, an institution around Vancouver, and it's for good reason. Do bring your coats. Don't ex- if it's a cold night. Don't expect a lot of heating. Um, the stage opens up to Vancouver, which is beautiful, but, um. Sometimes cold. Yeah. It means that it's cold. Um, but yeah, with a lighter show, I think it would be a lot easier to understand. And, um, I know that Bright on the Beach would do a good job of it. Um, but yeah, if you're looking for kind of a a laid back evening, maybe not. (laughs) (laughs) For, for Macbeth anyway. All right.
1: Well, that's good to know. Mm Mm-hmm. Now how was Magic Mike? Magic Mike the yeah it was it was good um the one thing like my biggest thing about it was like the previews are kind of deceiving they're actually very deceiving not kind of deceiving they're very deceiving there's like a lot more storyline which I know we talked about it last time when we were saying it was kind of coming up and like I'd seen some interviews with Matthew McConaughey and he's like, yeah, like there's kind of a deep storyline and we weren't really sure whether we were going to trust him. He was right. (laughs) Um, I'll try not to ruin too much of it, but there is kind of um, Channing Tatum's character, Magic Mike, or Mike, um, kind of drags Alex Pettifer's character. He kind of is his link to getting involved in like the world of male strippers. Um And it kind of follows, I guess, him and a little bit of a downward spiral Ooh. um, as a result. And I, I, yeah, I'll try not to say too much more, but there's some moments of it. You're like, oh my God, like, what is going on here? Like, this is really weird. Like, yeah. So just, if you're going to go see it, be prepared for that. So what you're <laughs> saying
0: potentially is that, it's graphic or rated R in more than just nudity.
1: Yes. Okay. Definitely. Um, All right. Which is not what you
0: anticipate going into the movie. It looks very light. like Yeah, like, it looks like you're, like,
1: it's basically, like, a free, like, go to the strippers without actually having to go to the strippers, which is partly true and is, like, partly great. Um, <laughs> actually, more than partly. It's pretty fun. Like, there's some really... Fun and goofy scenes where, like, you can tell, like, they're having fun. Like, there's some really, like, interesting and creative ways. Like, I believe Matt Bomer's character is, like, a Ken doll at one point, And he, like, comes out of, like, his big giant packaging. Oh, my god! And, like, some of it's really, really funny. Um, And, like, Matthew McConaughey has, like, a big – he has his one big number at the end. And as much as he's showing – he's kind of starting to show his age a little bit, like – he did a great job. Like, he can totally 100% still pull that off.
0: I'm pretty sure Matthew, my, uh, Matthew McConaughey will always look the same.
1: It's like, true. He's,
0: like, secretly cryogenically frozen, so he will look like the same person he was at 25 at, like, 55. We don't need oh, to worry yeah. about him.
1: He's just kind of, I think, getting a little more tanned, but uh-huh. that's about it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, his character has some kind of, like, asshole moments, but all in all, it's Yeah, I don't know. I feel kind of, like, neutral on it. Okay. So, a
0: surprisingly dark side to a very sexy, fun movie. Yeah.
1: All right. So, yeah, just be aware of that. And I know a lot of people will want to go see it because of what it is, but just have that in mind, and you might be a little less shell-shocked at the end.
0: Noted. I'm braced. Okay. So... Next up is the song of the week after our mix up remix of uh events in our reviews. Woo. And um I have chosen Change the Sheets by Kathleen Edwards because it's off her newest album which I believe is called Voyager. And Kathleen Edwards is a gem and I think she gets underappreciated. Mm-hmm. Um I love Sarah Harmer, who I featured recently as well, but I think Kathleen Edwards is like her less well-known lovely cousin, Um, and I think more people should listen to her. She toured recently with Hannah Georges, and if there's anything you need to know about Hannah Georges is that she always chooses to open for the best Canadian acts um, that she can get her hands on. So yeah, if you get a chance to see Kathleen, please go see her. Um, amazing folk, very subtle, um, really different. So take a listen to Change the Sheets and uh, maybe head over to our blog to get the link for it. So that was changed to Sheets. I thought the title might be sort of appropriate um, for the various things that we review this week.
1: Um,
0: Maybe that's crossing a line. Anyway, so this week on Vancouver to-do list, what movies are we going to check out this week, Cassie?
1: All right, we've got, I believe, three new movies coming out this week, and they're all fairly big. The first one, of course, being The Amazing Spider-Man, which I know my roommate is like, going crazy about she's so, so excited, excited. Oh my um it's actually like the prequel to like the last set of spider-man movies although i don't know if
0: it acknowledges them as canon like it yeah be, i don't think, I think it, it changes the origin story mm-hmm. so it covers high school which kind yes. of got skipped over in the last three movies
1: yeah and i think like his love interest um which is like emma stone Um, is kind of, like, before the whole Mary Jane thing. Exactly. Yeah, I think it'll be good. I think this one is actually kind of, there's a lot more control over it from Marvel, like, the kind of creator-owner company, whereas the last set of Spider-Man movies were mostly, like, done by Sony. Like, they kind of had the Mm -hmm. rights to it, so I think there's some potential here. We'll see, though.
0: Well, and Andrew Garfield is supposed to be amazing in it, Yes. And I was watching a review earlier, so it's apparently something to catch. Um, I know that this summer is, like, the superhero summer, but uh, maybe Go add Marvel. this one to your list.
1: Mm-hmm. And then next up, we have Savages. And to be honest, I've seen the previews. and don't 100% know what it's about. I just know there's a lot of, like, guns and fighting and explosions and stuff. It's got yeah. a pretty cool cast, like Blake Lively. I know John Travolta's in it. Yeah, some other it's like people.
0: the drug warfare slash kidnapping slash going on a violent rampage movie. So, yeah. if you're looking for something with gratuitous violence, I think sav- Savages is what you want. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, if you're looking for something totally poppy and like cotton candy sweet, Katy Perry's movie is coming out this week.
1: So, Ooh, part of me. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I have kind of mixed feelings about that one. I think it'll be cool, especially if you're, like, really into, like, tabloid gossip, because I think there is going to be some information about her and Russell Brandt that kind of comes to light. Oh, good. Yeah, that's what I've heard. We'll see. I have a feeling I'm going to end up seeing it. (laughs) We
0: can always count on you for seeing almost anything. It's great.
1: I know, I'm on this like crazy like movie summer thing.
0: Wonderful, we'll all benefit.
1: But, yeah, it's good.
0: So for music, we have Katie Lang at the Commodore Ballroom July 4th, Japan Droids at the Biltmore July 7th, and then um, for theater, um, there's a whole bunch of the Bard on the Beach that are coming out. So not just Macbeth, but also Mary, Wives of Windsor, Taming of the Shrew, and King John is opening soon. So there's lots of options, and it is an institution in Vancouver, as I said, so maybe give that a look.
1: Mm-hmm. If you're going to follow Megan's advice and try and aim for a comedy, definitely check out Taming of the Shrew. I like read it in high school, and it was actually really fun. It's probably one of the favorites of that, the ones that I've read so far. And
0: then a little bit um, off of this next week, but there is the Vancouver Folk Fest July 13th to 15th at Jericho Beach. So if you don't have your tickets yet, um, shame on you, because um, <laughs> the early, early bird prices are fantastic. Um, but there, there's going to be Hey Rosetta, Mark Baroub, Anita Franco, Lucinda Williams, Royal Wood, Kanon, Dan Mangan, Vita Hill, So, like, everybody's going to be there. So, you should be too. Mm
1: hmm. Also, coming up in theater this week, we have Titanic, a new musical. So 100 years ago in April of 1912, Titanic set sail on its maiden voyage across the Atlantic, never to arrive. Um, In the masterful hands of composer Maury Yeston and librettist Peter Stone, tragedy is transmuted into a riveting and uplifting work of musical theater. So that's running from July 8th to August 17th at Theater Under the Stars at Malkin Bowl. So that could be interesting.
0: Yeah, it should be a really interesting theater experience. Yeah. Um, and there's also the Music Man that's opening July 9th at the same venue. So it sounds like there is kind of going to be a main theater in Stanley Park for the summer because that goes to August 8th. And the Music Man is the story of charming con man Harold Hill, who sets out to scam the pe- townspeople of River City, Iowa, by posing as a marching men organizer who will keep their kids out of trouble. So, hopefully, we'll get someone who can get out to those and tell us all about that venue because it should be a totally different theater experience. hmm, for sure.
1: So, if you have any musty events in Vancouver coming up, let us know, and we will do our best to check them out, or we will feature your comments on our podcast. So, if you'd like to leave comments about any of our reviews or some upcoming events, um, you could check out hellocitycast.wordpress.com. So, this has been Hello City Culture Cast, and we will see you next Wednesday for another dose of news, reviews, and previews.